In this episode, fallout from the book launch and the next project is announced. This is Mega Maker, episode 10. How's it going, Mega Makers? Justin Jackson here. Welcome to the show, episode 10, double digits. We made it. And I've been thinking about how creative people like you and I put things out into the world and the line that we have to walk. And what I mean is, you know, in a lot of ways, this show is an expression of me, the things that I like, the things that I'm into, all that. And that is never going to align completely with everybody. And that's hard. Uh, You know, naturally, I'm a people pleaser. I want to please everybody. I don't want to exclude anybody. But there is something about creative work that by its very nature means that some people aren't going to dig it. God, even someone like Michael Jackson, you know, he's the king of pop, sold millions of records. And even he had people that weren't into him. As creative people, we have to walk the line. Our work can't be for everybody. But on the other hand, it has to appeal to at least some people. It can't just be for us. So when we put things out into the world, we have to weigh the messages we get back. Some people just won't be our people. The things that we make just won't fit with them. The hard part is finding your people, being authentic without being alienating. And I'm still figuring this out too. How do you walk this line? Um, Maybe let me know on Twitter. The letter M, the letter I, Justin. That's M-I, Justin. Because you're mine, I walk the line. All right, let's do some follow-up. Our maker project of late has been self-publishing a book. This is the last episode in that series. And I thought I would use this episode to talk about the tools and the process and maybe answer some other questions that people have. And I think to do that, I will share a conversation that I had with Sasha Grafe, Nathan Berry, and Paul Jarvis about self-publishing. This was back in 2013. First question, how have you gotten over the hurdle of not feeling like enough of an expert to self-publish something people will find valuable. What I always tell people is think about what people ask you. And that's what people are, you know, people in your circles are perceiving you as some kind of an expert in. And if you're hired for a particular job, you know, either through clients or a full-time job, then your boss thinks you're an ex- enough of an expert in that topic that you're worth paying. And so I think there's a decent chance that you know something on those topics that other people would pay to learn. Uh, From the consumer perspective, self-published works are a minefield of quality. What steps do you take to ensure that you have a quality book? I have an editor that I work with that I work with for all my books, and she... The, the job of an editor is to push you to write more and to write better and also to make you seem smarter. How important is writing skills compared to actual knowledge and being an expert in a field? I, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm an amazing writer, but I like communicating. I've always liked communicating, and I think that definitely helps. Uh, what do you think, Nathan? I think what, what you said about communicating is, is important. Um, I think we all care more about communicating effectively than 
than maybe writing perfectly. So that little bit of conversation there covered a lot of questions I get about self-publishing a book. Uh, the other question I get quite a bit is what tools I use, of course. And I've gone back and forth with different things. I've tried iBooks Author, which is a free program if you have a Mac. Uh, I've also used all the other ones. There's IA Writer, Scrivener. Uh, this is the process I would recommend now is to do your initial draft in Google Docs. It's just everybody has access to Google Docs. And if you're going to collaborate with an editor, it makes it really easy to track those changes. And then for the actual publishing, I use Pressbooks. Pressbooks is web-based software built on top of WordPress, actually. So if you use WordPress for your blog, you'll recognize the interface. And the reason I like it is, one, I'm used to using WordPress for editing um, stuff online, but they output automatically to PDF, EPUB, and Mobi. And that part of the process is the most difficult. Laying out a book so that it looks good in PDF, EPUB, and Mobi formats uh, is the hardest part. And some people, especially designers, like to do that really manually in Illustrator. Uh, but I'm not a designer, and I just want to be able to you know, put the, all the content in, put my images in, and then click one button and have it output really nicely. Now, the, the hardest part about writing a book isn't finding the right tools. Uh, the hardest part is writing the darn thing. And I think a lot of people, when they start, don't realize how much work it's going to be. I really like Nathan's process for doing the actual writing. <laughs> so what I do is I write a really rough outline, um, you know, probably like those outlines that you wrote in high school for essays or whatever, just indenting when for different sections or different thoughts. Um, and then what I do is refine that a little bit. And I use a program called Scrivener, and I make a blank document on the side. So I make a folder for every, what I think will be every chapter, and then a blank document for every section within that. And then when I come to sit down to write for the day, I look at that, scan through it, and see what am I most interested in writing about. Now, the final hurdle you have is distribution. <laughs> How do you get this book that you've written into the hands of people that want to read it. Now, first of all, of course, you got to write something that people care about. It either has to be a hair on fire or a burning desire, like I said before. And distribution really depends on your audience. So if you're writing a science fiction book, it's probably going to do best in the science fiction category on Amazon. However, if you're writing a nonfiction tutorial book for designers... You might want to self-publish it on something like Gumroad and then tell people about it on Designer News. And that's what I did. My book is a marketing book for people who build digital products. And so I sell it through Gumroad and I promoted it on Product Hunt. It also really helps if you've been building a launch list as you've been writing your book. So having people sign up for a waiting list with their email address so that when you do launch, you're not launching to crickets. So there's actually people waiting to receive that book that you've been talking about. And often the size of that launch list determines how many people are going to buy the book. So with this last launch, I had 374 people on the waiting list. And so far this morning on launch day, I've made 53 sales. 
So that's about 14% conversion rate so far. And if this book ends up being anything like my other book, uh, that one had a waiting list of 2,708 people, and I've made 613 sales. So over time, as people continue to get free samples from the book and things like that, uh, that conversion rate goes up. And by the way, I don't know what a low-cost book on Amazon would do. Uh, These books that I'm selling are more like technical manuals, and the price starts at $39 for the basic version, and then it goes up from there if you get the video tutorials and code samples and other things as well. So that's it for my writing tips. Hopefully this little excursion's been helpful. If you have other questions, like I said, just get me on Twitter. I'm M.I. Justin. All right, let's get into the next Maker Challenge. This week's theme is a secret. If you want to participate, I want you to text this number. It's International Code 1, Area Code 424-247-5762. So the whole number is International Code 1 and then 424 424- 247-5762. Text that number, and then you'll get your next instructions. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. If you want the notes from this episode, all the links and everything, go to megamaker.co slash 10. I've been getting tons of really great reviews on iTunes. Here's one from Ivana in Singapore. She says, it's the must-listen podcast if you want to make stuff, no matter how big or small. The podcast is energetic and motivational, plus the music is awesome. Thumbs up. Thanks so much, folks. If you want to help other people find this show, uh, the best way to do that is to leave a review in iTunes, megamaker.co slash review. Uh, Also, the folks at pressbooks.com have given me a coupon code for you guys to use. It's Justin Jackson. That will get you 25% off a book export there. So go to pressbooks.com, sign up for an account, and then when you're ready to export your book, use the coupon code Justin Jackson. Our theme music is provided by Striker, striker striker-metal.com. They have a brand new album. Please go and buy it. And our podcast hosting is provided by simplecast.fm. If you want to start your own show, kind of like this, go to simplecast.fm and they do everything, the hosting, the stats. It's a great service to use if you're just getting started. Oh, hey, you still listening? If you haven't signed up already, go to megamaker.co slash challenge. Join the Maker Challenge. Don't just listen to me making stuff. You should be making stuff too. Oh God, it's 12.46 a.m. in the morning, and I am so tired. Just launched the book, sent it out to the waiting list, and now I'm going to bike home from downtown, get some sleep, hopefully at least before the kids get up.